Welcome to this edition of Draft Utopia. We are back, and the fall is upon us. But first, we got to get through some preseason games and training camp. There's a lot going on in free agency in both the NBA and the NHL as well. We're going to have Wesaw to talk about the NBA part of the free agency. But so far, what do you think the biggest storylines have been through training camp? I, I would say it has to be the Indianapolis Colts so far with Carson Wentz and their left guard, Quentin Nelson, maybe missing five to 12 weeks due to um, bone surgery. Well, you know, the trade talks with the Eagles and the Texans. And what do you think about Deshaun Watson moving on? I don't think they're going to move on because I think the asking price for the Texans is too great right now. Three first round picks. Now, if they made the trade conditional where if he gets con- if he gets convicted and he misses 2022, it's only two first round picks. And if he misses 2021 and 22, it's only one first round pick. If they made the trade conditional like that, I think the Eagles and Texans would have a deal in place already. But it would have to be conditional on it would have to be on those terms. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, it's always up in the air right now to see what happens. Uh, lots of free agent moves uh, are happening in the NFL. We can get back to that. Uh, let's let's uh, bring in our uh, NBA correspondent, Wes, and, and tell me what's going on about in a, you know free agency and the offseason over there. We just had the draft last week, some great picks. What happens to some of these teams? We're seeing another uh, dream team actually come out of the Lakers. Now, is it that fair to the other team, or is it all LeBron James? Let's discuss all that. Well, uh, you can't really stop the super teams from joining these days, but uh, I'm going to go through all the transactions of uh, day one through day three. Uh, the free agency. I'm going to start off with uh, Trey Young. Uh, him and the have agreed to a five-year, $170 million max extension. The deal will, in- will include a super max trigger that could push the deal to $201.5 million. It's going to happen if he just makes one all-NBA team, which will happen. And they lock him up for the next five years. Uh, I'm going to move on to Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball is uh, signing a four-year, $85 million deal with the Chicago Bulls in a signing trade that will send Thomas Sarensky, Garrett Temple, and a second-round pick to New Orleans in the signing trade. I think that was a really bad move on the Falcons' part because it hurts Zion Williamson the most, and he is their franchise player. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh, what happens? I mean, um, yeah, another trade happened, uh, I think, today, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Kemba uh, joins the Knicks. Is that yeah, correct? They, yeah, the, he, he had a buyout uh, with OKC, and then he signed uh, – about $10 million in case they're just going to put him in that $10 million frame. I'm not sure what the contract hasn't been announced how much it was, but it should be between 5 and $10 million. 
Uh, and then we're going to move on to Mike Conley Jr. Uh, he uh, re-signed with the uh, Utah Jazz uh, for three yeah. years and seventy-two point five million dollars. And um, on to Chris Paul. Chris Paul has agreed to a four-year, a hundred dollar extension that will put a CP3 in Phoenix uh, until he's forty years old, which he's basically going to retire a son. Yeah, I kind of I, I saw that today. Um, you know, Chris Paul's been out on the venture. He's a great player. $120 million to finish his career. Do you think that's worth it to stay with the Suns? Well, uh, it's hard to find a really good point guard in this league that's going to finish that's elite. And uh, if you think about it, what other point guard out there is going to help the Suns more than CP3? Not too many. <laughs> no, no, not, not too many. The only deal breaker yeah. is uh, when it when it matters, the guy he has he hasn't showed up when it mattered. A lot of times. Yeah. Uh, we're going to move on to Jimmy Butler. Uh, the five-time All Star has agreed to a four-year, four-billion-dollar max extension. A million dollars per season. I felt like the heat for Jimmy Butler. I know he's Jimmy Butler, but forty-seven million dollars. Yeah, I mean it's kind of a weary thing. I mean, uh, we'll mention Lowry too. He acquired Lowry via the trade, uh, via signing trade for Butler, and they get the they. You know, I, I don't know. To me, he is not going to be like a, a top force. Regardless, in the uh, Eastern Conference, not like they used to be. So I, I, you know, I just see these little deals. I, I don't see too much happening there, though. That's not going to improve the team as uh, that much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they uh, they are. Signed Duncan Robinson to a five year ninety. That's right. And of yeah. course, you did. You did mention Kyle Lowry. He did sign a three-year, nine million dollar deal with the Miami. Part of the signing trade with the Raptors. He just came off a one-year, thirty million dollar deal with the Raptors. So he, he's been getting paid the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean these guys are all all getting paid big time. I mean. Uh, Duncan Robinson, I should say Duncan, I call him Duncan, but five-year, $90 million for him? I don't know. I think it kind of overpaid. But anyway, that's that's my take on that one. Um, yeah, uh, uh, Got to love that kid. I love him. A three-year, $62 million in the Pitch and a giraffe. Right. I mean, Dinwiddie is a, a great player. Coming from Colorado, my alumni, sorry. But uh, like this deal, Wizards get a good player, all around player. You're going to see him. Uh, I think, you know, he, he 
you know, it's kind of a weird uh, deal when they do the sign and trade because you don't really see that too much in uh, other sports. Uh, but he's he's going to be around three years. Great signing uh, for sixty-two million. All right, the next one is the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Their restricted free agent center has a year, one hundred million dollar deal to stay with the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's basically making twenty million per season. Based on his production, I feel like it was slightly overpaid for him. His caliber, that's going to be the asking price for the market. All right. And next yeah, is uh, world champion Bob, Bobby Portis. <laughs> a two-year, $9 million deal with the Milwaukee Bucks. Portis could have yeah. gotten paid and paid after a postseason to remember Portis chose to chase another championship. Really hard with the, the Lakers joining their super team and I haven't even mentioned the signs they've had yet because it's a little down the list on day three <laughs> and day three. Well, we'll get to that. You know I have something to say on that one. Yeah, I, I know you do. But uh, you know, it, it's it's all it's all. Uh, you know, by the way, uh, Chris, I know you're probably enjoying the uh, the beautiful un un uh, unqualified uh, preseason game over there. But there's a lot of things happening in the NBA right now, which is kind of fun to watch in the offseason. Yeah, there's a lot of things happening in the NBA, and there's a lot of things happening in the NHL as well. But I'm going to let Wes finish whatever he wants to say about the NBA before I get yeah, into I some of the just, NHL signings. Yeah. You go from there, Chris. All right. All right, I'm going to start. Uh, go ahead. Uh, again, we're with Alec Burks. The free agent guard has agreed to a three-year, $30 million deal to stay with the New Another York Colorado Rams. Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> Collins no- Noel, free agent senior, year thirty-two million dollar deal. Tom Thibodeau keeps his rim protection, which is very very important. Will Barton signs with the Denver Nuggets on a two-year thirty-two million dollar deal. I think he's still going to serve as their sixth man. Cameron Payne, backup point guard, has agreed to a three-year, $19 million deal to remain with All right. Jeff Green has agreed to a two-year, $10 million deal with the Denver Nuggets. One of the biggest uh, NBA journeyman has found a new home. I think it's like his 11th team, maybe. So, something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's crazy how many he did with he goes from. Well, I mean, it is funny. It is so funny when these players, especially in basketball, they move to like four, five, six teams in their career. And, and I'm like, it's like they're like, uh, let, let me transfer you here, transfer you here. You know, and in other sports, you don't really see that as much. Maybe they go to two, three teams, but not six or seven teams. And I get it. Yeah, yeah, I always wonder what do their their kids do? Do they move with them or 
I'm just wondering, do they homeschool them? Yeah, that... high school every year. Right, right, right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're going to move on to Kelly Olenek. Uh, Thirty-seven million for deal with the Detroit. He's been a, a journeyman too. He's had about four or five teams the past five or six years. We're going to move on to Doug McDermott. Uh, McDermott has agreed to a three-year, $42 million deal with the Spurs. Spurs. Yep. He moved from Pacers to Spurs. Yeah, I mean, another good player, another good spot for this kind of player. Doug McDermott gets a nice contract, probably – he could get a little bit more sales with a good team. The Spurs are building another team there, here and there. I do like what they got in place, you know, and he joins a couple, you know, the great offense of uh, Greg Popkovich over there. So we'll see how he, he fits in. And like you said, it's a good good spot for him other than uh, he's staying in Indiana. Yeah, yeah. They, Spurs need shooting calls. They lost Patty Mills to the Nets. Uh, and yeah, the next and- one is uh, TJ T. McConnell. McConnell agrees to a four-year, $35.2 million deal and re-signs with the Indiana Pacers. Speaking of That's Pacers, a good signing for the Pacers because McConnell's been one of their more reliable players. Are you ready for the Lakers report or you got almost done? I think coming up on my end. I hope everybody's clear. Yeah, I, I hear it. Too. He can do it by himself. He tried. It's better. Yeah. And I'm at the uh, right now. Uh, J- Michael Green. Yeah, two more. Yeah, two more. Oh, did you say something? Yeah, yeah I think you have two or three more uh, signings before the Lakers. So I think. Go ahead. Yeah, I got a few, but remember that I'm, I'm on d- day one because day day one is always uh-huh. going to be the the busiest day. I have day one. That's pretty much how every free agency works, though, in every sport, except baseball. It's a lot slower in baseball. But, like, with the NFL, the NHL, and the NBA, the thing I've noticed with those three sports in general is that the first three days of free agency are always the busiest. And then, think, oh, yeah, that's for sure. I think did we, did we talk about uh, But if you, you want, talk- I could just go, go over the, the, the main names if you'd like. Go yeah, let's, let's do the main names because that's what people know. Um, I, You know, I, I mean, I think the DeDrosen was so, uh, signed pretty early, too, with a bull sign-and-trade deal as well. All right, I'll go through them uh, quicker then. Uh, I'm going to start with uh, Shea Gillis out. Okay, Shea Guard. Uh, uh, that would be 
to one of the all NBA teams, which it could be possible. He's he's improving and he's trying to do a great player to a rising star. Yeah, it's very possible that the, yeah. the next one, Griffin, the six-time All-Star and five-time All-NBA forward, has agreed to a one-year deal on a veteran's minimum to return to the Brooklyn Nets. So Brooklyn's going to have their starting five back from next year, plus the two first-round draft picks for depth. So they're going to be in a great position to push for the Eastern Conference if they're healthy. They are the favorite, I believe, aren't they, to come out of the East? Or a favorite to win it all. Yeah, I mean, you got Durant, Harden, and Irving, and now Griffin is there still, and now you're going to use probably one of your first round draft points. I mean, this is a nice team. This is a really nice team to put together. Are you there? Yeah. 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 Go ahead. Uh, a one-year veteran's been in with the Golden State Warriors. Golden State got one contracts in free agent. He's one of the better three-point shooters. All right, and he goes from the Bulls to the Warriors. Uh, we're going to go with. Derek Rose, a free agent, has a three-year, $43 million deal to return to the New York Knicks. Not the same person he was 10 years ago. I mean, he had a bounce-back year with the Knicks this season. He did have a bounce-back year with the Knicks this season. He isn't the same guy he was 10 years ago, Orrin, but to be fair, he did have a bounce-back season with the Knicks this year. Yeah, I think uh... – Minnesota wasn't really a good fit for him. And he definitely rejuvenated his career. Okay, do you want me to start out? <laughs> yeah, it's uh... – Oh, Alex Caruso. Yeah. Now with the Bulls. We know who we came from. We won't have mention any name. He is a former yeah. Laker. Yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, he's he's. Yeah, I mean, it's very cool. Key role with the Lakers championship, and you know, in 2018, 2019. I, you know, I feel this is. I mean, we'll see what happens to the LeBron James, Anthony Davis. And Russell Westbrook and company, but uh, we'll get to that the Laker uh, dream team in a minute. Um, yeah, but you think he's only going to get five to ten minutes a game with all the star power the Bulls added? They bring in Lonzo Ball. He's going to push Kobe White aside. I mean, they're still going to have Zach Levine. They're going to have Demar Derozan, but Caruso's probably a backup shooting guard on that Bulls team, and I don't know how much time he'll get because there's pro- they, if. Uh, they could always move um, DeRozan from small forward to shooting guard if um, Levine gets into foul trouble and then bring in someone else. They don't necessarily have to bring Caruso in, though. True. We just lost Wes. You might want to invite him in. But, I will. Uh, yeah. Um, let me get to the Lakers' uh, science. They started out 
you know, we know the big, big signing that happened last week during the draft. As you know, they went and they got rid of three of their star players, and they t- they took a chunk. They got uh, the risk and, and took, you know, Russell Westbrook joining Anthony Davis and LeBron James to have another big three. But big three is, uh, you know, a little thing. Then they started building the inside of the depth, the depth players. And the, when they when I mentioned depth players in basketball, remember there's only five guys on the court. Number one, they re-signed Horton Tucker, great re-signing, three-year deal. Number two, same day, same day, Kendrick Nunn. And, you know, they get another shooter, another guard. $10 million deal. I like this signing. Wasn't too expensive. But then they surprised me. Guess who they get? Malik Monk joins the Lakers. Okay, now you got your dream team again. He was the 11th overall pick three, four years ago with the Hornets. I mean, I mean, this is this is just scary right now, uh, the Lakers. Uh, then the Lakers kept going and going, and I don't know where they're headed. They get back, they get bring back Ariza, bring back Howard, Ellington, and Bazemore all join the Lakers, and now you see a championship. Is that where the Lakers are heading? Ready? I mean, of course, Dwight Howard wants to rejoin his team. Why not? Come on. He wants another championship. They, he sees all these guys in the mix. I'm going to come back to the Lakers. There you go. That's my five cents. <laughs> I... Yeah, and the Lakers have a really deep team, as you say, Dor, and they bring in Russell Westbrook. They bring in Carmelo. They might bring Dwight Howard back. I mean, he wants Right. To- oh, I forgot to mention Carmelo Anthony. Uh, you know, that one-year deal with Carmelo Anthony, now you've got five starters, starters in, in. That's five, not three, five. That's the scary thing. And then you look on your three or four of the guys, they're, they're, they're bench players, but they can start at other teams. That's even more scary. So I don't know how they got getting away with this, but that's basketball. I'm not going to give you my three cents, which is kind of why I kind of love college basketball. You can stick with one team and build with the other ones. But the NBA has got to this last 15 years uh, to just building a team but from other teams, hey, hey, buddy, you want to come and play for my team? We'll go get you a championship. And, and, and I just feel that that's where the NBA is now and probably still going to be heading that way unless free agency changes in that formal way. And that's a whole other topic for another day. Um, I did just send Wes an invite through the link. Um, he should be back on in a few minutes to talk about some of the um, moves that happened. But in the meantime, read off a few um, NHL transactions. I'm not going to dive in super. You you do you do the NHL? Yeah. Wait, Wes is back on the call. Okay, so I'll put that NHL transactions on hold until 7:30. Do you have a few um, signings you want to discuss for the um, NBA West now that you're back on the call? Yeah, sorry about that guy. 
I, I just discussed all the Lakers, by the way, so you can. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to hit the main name. There's probably going to be about 10, 10 to 15 names, and that should be done. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to start with Gary Trent Jr., the restricted free agent, has agreed to a three-year, $54 million deal to a deal with Portland during the middle of last season in exchange for Norman Powell, in which the, the Blazers re-signed Powell, too, to a big deal as well. So both, both sides really won that, that trade. And we're going to move on to – bear with me. I got I got about 50 cards of all three agents. Well, you come on and let, let, let me know. I know you got a lot of names. Right. I, got, I, got, I got one for you. Uh, the next one I'm going to do is Dwight Howard. Oh, we, we talked about all of Akers, buddy. I know. He's agreed to a one-year deal. Uh, yeah, a vet, a vet min, minimum, which I think is about like two point one million, maybe. Yeah. Well, he wanted to come back to the Lakers. I mean, he sees that uh, championship ring, and uh, and he says, "Okay, I'm coming back." That's that's easy, easy said and done. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm going. I'm going to move on. Oh boy, somebody's having a nice time there. Yeah, I'll read through some NHL transactions until Wes is on back. Um, one of the big removes was Zach Wierenski. All right, sorry, to... sorry about that, guys. He agreed to a six-year, $57.5 million extension with the Columbus Blue Jackets. That makes Zach Wierenski, the former Michigan Wolverines defenseman, the third highest paid defenseman in the NHL. Columbus had to pay him, though, because their other defenseman, Seth Jones, got traded to the Chicago Blackhawks. So that's the main NHL transaction. But before I reveal a few more, I'm going to let Wes finish what he was about to say with the NBA free agency. Take it away, Wes. Yeah, I'm going to finish up. Uh, uh, Stephon Curry. Uh, he's agreed to uh, a $215 million max extension to remain with the Warriors through 2026. Yeah, he Steph Curry's getting $54 million a year. And here's the crazy thing I found out today on Facebook in an NHL group. Steph Curry's getting more money per year than the entire Buffalo Sabres roster, the worst team in the NHL. The, the entire Sabres roster combined is only making $53 million. Whereas Curry's making $54 million. Yeah, but you know, it's two different sports, Chris. You know, I'm aware it's, uh, of that, but I think that's funny that Curry is making more money than the worst team in the NHL. That's just funny for me. Yeah, but you compare, you're paying apples to oranges the way I see it because the NHL. I get that the NHL is not as popular as the NFL or the NBA, but that still doesn't change the fact that it's funny. No whole team should be making less than one player. Yeah. I understand that he's a generational talent. In that Major League Baseball has more televised team games. Come on. So, I, I mean, I mean the NHL viewership bumped up from like a four million or three million to nine million because a Canadian team was in the Stanley Cup, so it averaged a higher viewership than usual. Yeah, but nine million is nothing compared to hundred and two hundred million. 
That's what I'm for saying. For the NFL, that's the NFL standard, but the NBA. The NBA. The NBA is about 150 million viewers, at least. And now they have worldwide. We haven't even talked about worldwide. World, basketball, NBA is huge worldwide, buddy. Yeah, you're right. It's huge in China. It's huge in these other countries outside the United States. But what numbers are you looking at? Are you looking at TV numbers? Are you looking at just global scale? How many people watch it in bars and stuff? There's different metrics for ratings and viewership. And we don't really have time to get into all that. So I'm going to let Wes continue. Yeah, well, I'm going to start with Car- Carmelo Anthony. You know what I'm going to say. Uh, going to he, he he agreed with a, a one year deal with the LA Lakers. That's a that's a perfect fit for Carmelo with LeBron facilitating. And Carmelo shot forty percent a career high last year from three. I really like like this pickup by LA. And uh, he switched from the Blazers to the Lakers. Uh, and I'm gonna. Uh, Go with uh, Demar Derozan. The Chicago Bulls are signed Derozan to a three-year, eighty-five million-dollar deal through a signing trade with the San Antonio Spurs. The Bulls are sending Th- Thaddeus Young, a future first, two second-round picks to the Spurs in the deal. Did uh, did Owen uh, leave? Yeah, I sent him another invite, but go ahead. Okay. Okay. But that was DeMar DeRozan, and I'm going to uh, move on uh, with Andre Drummond. Free agent senior Andre Drummond has agreed to a one-year deal with the Philadelphia 76ers on a vet minimum deal. The crazy thing about Drummond is Embiid, he's been talking major shots at Drummond, even though they signed with him. I think they might have a little beef going on in my opinion. Uh, we're going to move on to Pat, Patty Mills. The free agent guard has agreed to a two-year, $12 million deal with the Brooklyn Nets. I don't think Oren's here. Oren, I just sent Oren an invite. Okay. I've sent him like two oh. or three now. but Kendrick Nunn has agreed to a two-year deal with the L.A. Lakers. Sent their qualifying offer to none earlier in that in the day, which was Tuesday, which made him an unrestricted free agent in the Lakers. Uh... Yeah, and that's definitely uh, Tony Snell. He's agreed to a one-year deal with the Portland Trailblazers, which gives them a four spacer and a more than willing defender. Coming off the best season of his career, where Snell became the first player in NBA history to shoot 50% from the field and the three-point line and also 90% from the free-throw line, which is pretty remarkable. Sorry, guys. That is remarkable. Uh, Malik Monk has agreed to a one-year vet minimum deal with the L.A. Lakers. Monk is the former number 11 pick in the 2017 NBA draft and averaged a career best 11.7 points per game last season for the Hornets. 
I don't mean I'm, I don't mean to bite your tongue, but I, I repeated all the Lakers stuff. <laughs> I did. I wasn't. I wasn't here when you did. You did that. I don't think. Yeah, you were. You were. You were off. I, I did the whole Lakers thing uh, for five minutes. I said I was going to talk about the Lakers. <laughs> okay, yeah. I I won't mention the Lakers then. Yeah. Uh, Why don't, why don't we go to the best uh, top free agents available? Isn't Kawhi Leonard still available? For Kawhi the Leonard available. Dennis Schroeder still available. Danny Green still available. Josh Hart. Andre Udogla. Because he's, I think he's kind of old. But, you know, J.J. Redick, also kind of aging. Um, got the Mark Cousins, you know. So you got some players there that can make some roles, but definitely the number one unrestricted free agent available, Kawhi Leonard. Where do you think he goes? I think he goes back to the Clippers. The longer it takes, the longer I think he's just going to stay. Yeah, what's funny is the Clippers were going to go to DeMar DeRozan's house, but his agent called and said, you know what, let's just cancel this meeting and DeRozan signed with the Bulls a few hours later. Yeah, I've I seen that. Yeah, the other free agent, uh, Kelly Arabe Jr., um, another unrestricted free agent. Young guy. I think he's his first, uh, un, first time being an unrestricted free agent. Um, where do you think uh, he goes? He's about, you know, not better than average player. You guys there? I'm uh, I'm here. Yeah. And this. Uh, am I pronouncing his name right? I hope I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'm going. I'm going to move on to John Collins, which is I love this pick. The restricted free agent forward uh, has agreed to a five-year, 125 million-dollar deal to stay with the Atlanta Hawks. The, the contract also has a player option. He can become a and I, and I, know, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, uh, the, despite an early season rip between Collins and uh, Trey Young, uh, they, they 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 flourished in their first uh, playoffs together, and uh, I think both both of them were instrumental to the team's success. And going forward, they they definitely need to play together, and they're, they're a stacked team. Atlanta could come out of the East easily. Um, I don't know how long you guys want to have this show, but I don't want to cut cut you off. But um, are we going to talk about other topics, or just gonna yeah? I want to quickly mention some of the NHL free agent signings, and then it, then the last twenty minutes I think should be just football stuff. Wanted to talk ahead, about. Talk about the MLB uh, trade deadline that happened this week, too. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll talk about the NHL and then we'll talk about the MLB trade deadline. And then we can talk about some other top NFL stuff for the final 15 minutes. Go ahead. All right. Yeah, we're out. Because I only need five minutes to break down all the key signings that took place. Call, call um, Gabriel Landis Cog re signed with the Colorado Avalanche, and it was a pretty significant extension on his part. Um, he's getting $6 million a year for the next 
eight years in Colorado. It's a $54 million deal um, for um, Kale McCarr. He's going to get $9 million per year. Um, Landis Cog's going to get $7 million per year. So the Avalanche get their captain, their top defenseman back. Um, biggest signing by an expansion team, the Seattle Kraken. They got Philip Grubauer, the starting goalie for the Colorado Avalanche. That was a um, – they're paying him $5.9 million a year for the next five years. And – that was a pretty big extension on his part. Um, the Blues, they got Brandon Saad. He was the left winger on the Chicago Blackhawks Stanley Cup teams, and he was on the Colorado Avalanche last year. He's now a member of the St. Louis Blues. Um, Jordan Cairo also re-signed with the Blues. Uh, there's a lot of big moves that have been made. Um I already mentioned the Warensky re-signing. Corey Perry, who was on the Stars and Canadian Stanley Cup teams, he's going to the Tampa Bay Lightning on a two-year, $4 million deal. Um, Dougie Hamilton agreed to a seven-year, $63 million deal that's going to make him $9 million per year with the New Jersey Devils. Hamilton was on the Carolina Hurricanes, a team that won the Central Division last year in the Eastern Conference. Grubauer's getting $35.4 million for six years. Um, Zach Hyman got a seven-year... $38.5 million deal. He's averaging less points than Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I think that's a little bit excessive signing by um, the LA Kings. They got Philip Denault from the Montreal Canadiens on a six-year $33 million deal. He was the third-line center on the Canadiens. I think the Kings slightly overpaid for him, but I can understand why you'd bring in a veteran who just took Montreal to the Stanley Cup Finals. I can understand the thought process behind that move. It's a good move. Um, you got any thoughts on that move, or should I just get to the next signing? Because I got me know nothing about hockey. Sorry about that. All right, Alex Martinez, a three-year, fifteen and a half million, fifteen point seven five million dollar re-signing with the Vegas Golden Knights. The Colorado Avalanche sent a first-round pick to the Arizona Coyotes and Connor Timmins for goalie Darcy Kemper, who's on um, Arizona. Getzlav re-signs a one-year, four and a half million dollar deal with the Ducks. Ryan Suter agreed to a four-year, $14.6 million deal with the Dallas Stars. And now you have Klingberg, Esselandel, Miro Heiskin, and Ryan Suter, four defensemen that can play on the first line. Dallas is going to have probably their best blue line they've had in a while. Um, Derek Forbort resigned with the Bruins. Brock McGinn, the uh, former uh, Carolina Hurricanes penalty killer, agrees to a four-year, $11 million deal with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, yeah, NHL salaries are much lower than their NBA counterparts, and for good reason. But you've got uh, Matthias Yenmark resigned a one-year deal with Vegas. Braden Holtby, one-year, $2 million deal. Ovechkin, five years, $47.5 million with the Washington Capitals. Drafted first overall by the Capitals in 2004. He's, gonna, he's got a chance to break Wayne Gretzky's all-time record for career goals if he plays all 82 games for five more seasons without getting injured. Um, the Blackhawks traded for Mark Andre Fleury, the goalie for the iconic goalie for the Pittsburgh Penguins and Vegas Golden Knights. He's now a Chicago Blackhawk. Um, Vegas got Mikhail Hakkarainen in return. Um, Nate Schmidt was traded from Vancouver to Winnipeg for a third-round pick in 2022. Um, Matt Mark Stahl, one-year, two million dollar extension with the Red Wings. Sam Reinhart was traded to. Um, Florida, and he was on the Buffalo Sabres. The Sabres got a 2022 first-round pick in return from the Panthers. Oliver Ekman-Larsen, the team captain for Vancouver, he was traded to um, 
from Arizona to Vancouver on draft day. And a lot of these transactions that I've kept up with are like pre-draft trade transactions. But Braden Point's getting an eight-year, $76 million deal with the Tampa Bay Lightning. That's probably one of the bigger transactions considering Braden Point's success with the Lightning over the last few years. There's more transactions. You can follow the Talk Shoe podcast to get all of those. But we're at the 40-minute mark, so I'm gonna trans- we're going to transition to the MLB trade deadline. Take it away, Oren. Yeah, I mean, a lot's going on. And every year they have a bunch of stuff. I don't know where to begin, what teams to begin with. Uh, but uh, let's start around July 28th. Outfielder Starling Marte from the Marlins joins A's for left-hand pitcher Jesus Lizardo. I don't know about that one, but uh, Marte was one of the sought-after position players on this year's trade market entering Wednesday. So we'll see what happens. Astros acquired Yimini, right-hand, or right-hand pitcher Yimi Garcia from the Marlins for right-hand pitcher Austin Pruitt. Um, Reds acquired right-hand pitcher Michael or Michael, or I don't know how, Michael uh, Gibbons from the Rockies, right-hand pitcher for Case Williams, and right-hand pitcher Noah Davis. These are just minor one, uh, big ones, but let's go to uh, Brewers acquired Eduardo Escobar from the D-backs for infield Cooper Hummel and Albert Pritchett. When I give you minor leaguers or a smaller team, it's really for a, a major leaguer. So it's kind of uh, funny. But White Sox acquire Cesar Hernandez from the Indians. Uh, Chris, what do you think about that one for the for their uh, left-hand pitcher, Connor Pillican? San, who is this, Anibal Sanchez? No, we, you got Cesar Hernandez, second baseman. They took your second baseman. White the White Sox. Sox. Oh, the White Sox trade with the Indians. They took our starting second baseman. And the White yeah, Sox, okay. they did this because they made another trade with the Chicago Cubs. They traded their starting second baseman, Nick Madrigal, to the Cubs in a package deal to get the Cubs closer. So as a result, they get Cesar Hernandez from the Indians. And I just don't like that the Dolans made a trade with your division rivals. You could have sent this guy to the National League. Could have sent this guy to the Dodgers, and it would have been a better move for the team. <laughs> well, you know, this, let, let me – I can go – I'm not going to get into the NL West yet because there's a lot of stuff that went on, uh, and it's kind of fun to talk about it. Uh, I'm going to go up to try to get to, to the next uh, – Brad Hand from the Nationals uh, was acquired by the Blue Jays, a left-hand pitcher. Nationals get catcher Riley Adams in that little trade there. Uh, but the, here we go. Here are the big ones. Yankees acquired Joe outfielder Joey Gallo. Left-hand pitcher Joey Rodriguez. Cash from the Rangers. For second baseman Esquale Duran. Shortstop Josh Smith. Trevor Howard. Uh, you know, it, it just it goes on. So the Rangers, I don't really think they're going to improve, but the Yankees get Joey Gallo. I like this move. Yeah, the Yankees, they went out. They got Joey Gallo. They also got um, Anthony Rizzo from the Cubs. So the Yankees have made some moves to bolster their batting lineup down the stretch. 
Okay, I, I'm I'm gonna try to skip the pitchers because the pitchers we know if they if they if they're top top notch pitcher I'll, I'll mention name Diego Castillo from the get acquired by the Mariners from the Rays for uh, two two players we we don't have to mention everybody's names then the big NL West started the craziness Padres. I'm going to start with the Padres. Padres are in third place. That doesn't mean they're going to stay in third place. They did do some damage and early, grabbing Adam Frazier from the Pirates. That was the first move. Now I'm going to go back and do the Dodgers. Same division going to the first place. The Rockies did some transaction. Ah, another pitcher. Not going to mention that's not going to make them a, 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 a candidates in any in any means. Dodgers made the first move was getting left-hander Danny Duffy and some cash from the Royals and a player to be named. They, they can go get a minor league player to go get a player that's hurting out. So that was a great move to get Danny uh Danny Duffy. And then, like you said, same day the Yankees acquired Anthony Rizzo from the Cubs. You know, he right hand pitcher, first baseman, excuse me. And yeah. then the Red Sox did a little uh, move themselves. Kyle Schwaber from the Nationals goes to the Red Sox. Gotta love this kid. Home, 25 home runs, 53 RBIs already in 2021. Great pickup to the Red Sox. Same, a little day later, Padres made another move. Getting Daniel Hudson from the Nationals. We won't, and then the small players, I'm not going to mention their names. Okay. Then you go, uh, a lot of Phillies made a move, Brewers made a move. We won't get into detail on those small things. Astros acquire Bill Maton and Yair Daniels from the Indians. Another loss for the Indians there. What do you think about that? Yeah, the Indians have had a rough um, offseason at the trade deadline, but at least we still have Jose Hernandez and our pitching staff for next year with Shane Bieber and all those guys. I know they're injured right now, but... Giants then made a move. They had a jump in the picture in the NL West. Left-hand pitcher Tony Watson from the Angels for right-hand pitcher Jose Marte. Right-hand pitcher Yvonne Armstrong, Samuel Selman. Freddie, Freddie Galvis gets sent, gets sent to the Phillies. But I'm going to go back to NL West. Padres again grab another. Marsnick, Jake Marsnick from the Cubs for a pitcher. And then the Braves made a move, get Eddie Rosario, another person that played for the Indians. And the Braves gave up Pablo Sandoval. We all know his name. And then Red Swax made another getting Hansel Robles. But let's uh, move into, I'm not going to go into so much. Uh, J- Cardinals acquired J.A. Hat from the Twins. Uh, and we can go on and on and on. John Lester goes to the Cardinals as well. Um, I'm going to go back up and, and talk about what the Phillies have done. Again, Kyle Gibson, Ian Kennedy, Hans Krauss. They're building their their, their pitchers uh, uh, back up again. Then the big move came. July 30th, a couple of days ago, about last week, I should say. Now, 
Dodgers made the biggest move of free agency in the deadline. Pick up Max Scherzer started just Wednesday night for the Dodgers. Trey Turner, who's uh, got COVID, but still a great move uh, for the, uh, from the Nationals. And the Dodgers gave up pitchers that, and players that don't even play yet. So, I mean, you're getting something unbelievable uh, with Max Scherzer. And if you look at that lineup, that's another day for discussion. But the lineup, the, the, the pitchers, it's made a bound for another world championship for the Los Angeles Dodgers. And uh, Mets, I like what they did too. Pick up Javier Baez, Trevor Williams from the Cubs. Uh, yeah, and West that's, mentioned that's Kyle Schwarber, who got traded from the uh, Nationals to the Red Sox. But I think yeah, I, I, I did. I did mention him. I did mention him. Yeah. I think we mentioned that during the draft stream last Thursday too, because that's when a lot of these moves did take place. But we yeah, I, I said I said Kyle Schwarber. I said Kyle Schwarber from the Nationals went from a right-hand pitcher, Aldo Ramirez. Uh, I, I did talk about. Remember, I said I mentioned him: twenty-five home runs, fifty-three RBIs. I did mention him. All right. Um, yeah, don't worry. I'm getting trying to get the big names here, and. Uh, Sorry, I lost my place. Um, let's see. Blue Jays acquired Jose Belleros from the Twins for Austin Martin and Simone Woods Richardson. And I did mention the Javier Baez trade. And Chris Bryant from the Cubs goes to the Giants. Another move that the Giants did, I think, in retaliation to what the Dodgers did with Scherzer and Turner. That's put a close on the 2021 trade line mlb trade trade deadline we got 10 minutes for the show folks let's go into uh preseason training camp in the nfl you want to bring it up chris yeah i mean the hall of fame game is going to be on in 10 minutes i'll probably promote this at around halftime on social media but like right now it's just the training camp news i talked about carson wentz and quentin nelson at the beginning of the show how they both suffered injuries that's the biggest um let down. There was a huge fight at Giants training camp that um, Joe Judge had to break up, and the team just wasn't responding to him. Uh, Tom Brady cussed at teammates, which is uh, typical fashion, whatever. Things aren't going his way during a training camp. That happened at Buccaneers training camp. Um, Cam Newton and Mac Jones are really pushing each other for that QB job. Mac even dressed up like Cam at one press conference, which I thought was funny. Trey Lance has been looking really strong these last two training camps. They're saying he's out playing Garoppolo at 49ers training camp. So there's a lot of interesting headlines as far as NFL training camp goes. Um, There's a lot to talk about the NFL stuff. Actually, a lot of uh, transactions also happening there, too, as we didn't mention. Um, if you want to go to, you know, to see what's going to happen there, since we've really, really been talking about the transaction. Um, KJ Wright's visiting the Raiders. Raiders just picked up Gerald McCoy. Uh, those are two big moves, two big veterans uh, joining a team who now is possibly on the verge, at least solidifying 
a wild card spot. I don't think they still don't have enough to beat out the Kansas City Chiefs. But but it, it is a lot going on there. Um, and, you know, and if you want to go on Atlanta Falcons side, Trevor Davis, wide receiver um, today. Uh, Panthers kind Brian Cole. Um, and then uh, the other, uh, you have a couple uh, teams waving players, moves here, here and there. Um, the, the, the big notes are um, big players, uh, not too much right now, but I, I, as one, other than the ones I've met, mentioned, a lot of people are injured, placed on injury. It's all that, that's, that comes in the territory territory Titans did sign when you go talk about it Titans signed a little funny signing they signed Matt Barkley what do you think about that one that's an interesting signing I don't know if he'll be on the final roster when the regular season starts but that's certainly a fascinating signing and uh I mean you know we, we we're gonna we're gonna go on and talk about football Many, many times again, every week leaning up and, and into the season. Um, there's so much happening. I can go on and on and on. Uh, but, you know, uh, we don't know who's going to start at some players. We don't know what's going to happen. The new identity, we you know, our Washington football team, We can, that's another topic we can create um, on you know what happens to things. I'm Chris. There's a lot that's going to happen in this season, and, and and we'll see where all draws up. Who is your favorite right now? Preseason begins today. Who's your favorite to win the Super Bowl right now? I think Kansas City and Tampa Bay are still the two favorites. It's very close, but I think the Browns could emerge as that third team. And I'll explain why on Saturday morning's podcast when we preview 20 through 16, the top 25, the AFC North, along with the NFC North. And that's only going to be available on talk shoes. So. Yes. And then another surprising move. You know, we told you Titans signed Matt Barkley. They cut Deshaun Kaiser. That is unusual to see that happen uh, today. So it's a backup uh, move there. <coughs> And, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the another uh, thing that we could see tomorrow happening is Colts are hosting Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Uh, so that's a nice little move for them. You got to love that player. Fun pick, former first rounder. Comes back to Indy. This is a nice little thing here. Little little things happening. This is all happens about. I don't know exactly the date of openings. The day of the season is um, be Thursday night football. Uh, uh, about uh, about four weeks, correct? Yeah. And that's going to be remain to, to to be seen. Um. So I'm going to tell you. West just came on. West, who do you got to the Super Bowl uh, coming out right now? You there, Wes? Uh, 
Okay. Well, who do you have in the Super Bowl right now in the beginning of the year? Obviously, it's going to be uh, Tampa Bay. And coming out of the AFC, uh, I have a few uh, dark, dark horses. Uh, Kansas City, to be to be for one, they're always going to be a Super Bowl favorite as long as they have Patrick Mahomes. I would like to uh, do next time we get on the air, do our pow- a power ranking. Uh, 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 of all the teams, uh, because this is good to do before the season starts. And also, uh, uh, maybe we could take a little of the show next week and, and talk about college football as well, as we know that season is exciting as well to our fans. Yep, there. I've already previewed part one of our five-part series over on Talk to 25-21 in the top 25. Um, I talked about the Miami Hurricanes and how they're not too low Arizona State. And we mentioned the first non-Power 5 team that we think has a shot to go undefeated on Saturday. So, and I'll give you a spoiler alert. That is, it's one of the non-Power 5 teams from last year. That's all I'm going to say. Cincinnati? It's exciting. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be going to be fun. Um, I always like to compare what these idiot polls have because in reality, I think they don't always know for sure. Um, but if you go in the top 25 college football right now, obviously you see the top teams, but thereafter, it's just a joke. Um, you know, I, when the, when you go to all these teams, it's like how do you think like a San Jose State is ranked over some of these teams, Buffalo, just because they have seniors returning. Liberty. I mean, come on, guys. We know Liberty is uh legit though. Like they 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 got one of the top quarterbacks in the country though. Are they better than Texas? Are they better than USC? Are they better than Miami? That's what I'm saying, bro. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not saying they'll they'll beat them, but I know they they definitely can compete with them. Yeah, but anyway, let's discuss it. Uh, we'll go through it uh, next week. Um, it's going to be great to have college football. NFL is on tonight, so we can get Chris to watch this uh, Hall of Fame game um, where the Steelers, the Steel Curtain picks up the Cowgirls. Yep, Steelers Cowboys. That's on Fox. <laughs> I gotta get sound effects for the show, Chris. You know, Les, like two or three years ago, I was trying to do that. It actually came out pretty good. I gotta do that again. Yeah, I mean, Anchor does have some sound effects that we could use in the background, but I just don't use them. Yeah, but you could. You could just use them. Anyway, let's not discuss that. Um, let, let's, uh, you know... Final thoughts, I think all three of us. Uh, why don't we start with you, Chris? Well, um, NFL preseason's going to start this week, and it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Oren's going to have power rankings, and I'm sure there's going to be more NFL news next week. Wes, final thought? Not much. Uh, I basically went over all NBA free agency for the most part, the big names. Um, 
not that I know of, but I will get back. There, there is one thing though. Ben Simmons, <laughs> Ben Simmons has lost all. He will not communicate with the Seventy Sixers anymore. <laughs> he, he, he basically said that he wants to trade and he wants to be traded to Golden State. That's what I, I was told. Good luck well, with that, Ben Simmons. Yeah, exactly. You know, another player we didn't talk about um, who's a free agent in the NBA is Den Schroeder. He had a huge deal, huge deal from the Lakers. He said, no, yeah. I'm worth more than that. And I'm like, are you kidding me, dude? Are you kidding me? Anyway, I don't think yeah. he even gets something by, by October. So we'll see about that. And uh, the way the Lakers, if they need another shooter, they need to go after JJ Reddick. And there's a few other shooters available as well. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Anyway, my, my final thought is I love this. It's a great time of year. It's not April, of course. I do like April, too. But you got Major League of Baseball right now. I'm sick of things in August. NBA coming to some free agents. It's really cool that they're building the process. NHL Football. free agency, too. You got pre Hey, bro, I didn't interrupt you. <laughs> yeah, but if you're just going to mention NBA and not NHL free agency, I'm going to interrupt didn't... you. It's just a pattern I have. I want to cover all have phases a... of sports. I'm doing all the phases of sports. And uh, I have a thought. Uh, what about if we did the, the depth, depth charts for some teams? That would be cool. Yeah, and I also had a good idea. Maybe we could have a, a talk show where people can call in. Because I, de- I definitely have people that have asked me about that. I would be open to that. I'd be open to having a segment where people could call in and ask Or and Wes and I questions. I'd be open with that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the thing is, I, I'm very open to that because it makes it fun for all of us. Um, if we have to extend the show, we extend the show. And uh, that, that it makes it fun. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt anybody. If I get feisty, that's me. And uh, But I, I just want to make sure that uh, everybody – it, 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 it was an exciting time of year in all sports. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. And you still have the kind of the Olympics uh, going on um, that I really don't care, but a lot of people do. Well, so, there, that's something I think all of us agree on. Wes, were you going to say something else? Yeah, there, there is one thing that is going on for the Olympics. Team, U, team, team USA is in the finals against France. Oh, and in basketball. Yes. Yeah. Well, they should be. I mean, it's our sport. Yeah, but if you recall, in an exhibition game, France beat the USA. Yeah, isn't that the team that beat USA? There was, like, them and one other team just embarrassed USA in exhibition play. Yeah, and they, they're that one team that, that beat uh, USA, I think, in, like, two, 2004 or something like that, right before Coach K took over. That's they're, interesting. Yeah, so, they're they're literally the only team that's beat Team USA in like over a hundred games. That's impressive. That's an impressive streak for Team USA. We'll see if they can beat France. I'm sure Wes will have an update on that next week. Anything else you guys want to add before we get to the preseason? Well, China actually at this time has the most goals 
for 2021 Olympics or 2020 Olympics because it's a year delayed because uh, of COVID. Lionel Messi's alone. I know it's not MLS, but it's probably much bigger soccer news than anything I report as far as the MLS goes. <laughs> and next week, uh, I'd like to preview uh, who's going to have the most productive uh, season of skill position as r- running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends. Yeah, let, we'll, 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 let's discuss the topic. I, I'm, I'm, let's discuss the topic on text. Anyway, I'm out. Have a great evening, folks. Same here. We'll All see right, you thanks. guys next week. Thank, thanks, guys.